Hi friends, it's V. I'm wishing everyone a healthy and peaceful holiday season if you're celebrating. I wish that uh, you're able to not only manage but thrive and find moments of joy. If you're a newcomer, welcome. I hope that you find I hope that you find what you're looking for. And if you're a repeat listener, as always, thanks for coming back for me. Um, I'm a bit emotional this morning, more so in terms of uh, the, the, the level of engagement I'm seeing with my podcast. I originally started the podcast as a means to speak on as a means to speak on pains that aren't normally I guess expressed when thinking of those that suffer in silence so though there may be a shit ton of resources out there right but coming from the perspective of someone that I want to say suffers or is battling with hyper-independence. Folks that battle with hyper-independence tend to suffer in silence more than, more than anything else, right? And so in suffering in silence and being hyper-independent, there is a learning curve when it comes to connection. There is a learning curve when it comes to being vulnerable, sitting in that vulnerability, asking for help. Um, and all of that was definitely triggered with the passing of a few high school comrades that though I was not close with, it definitely triggered in me um, that uh, regardless of the depth of connections, you can still have feelings that are very much valid. And to not speak on what you're feeling and bottling said things uh, creates a pressurized capsule that can be harmful. So giving way to a means and practicing, right? Putting into practice of just being vulnerable, of just giving a voice to the voiceless in a sense at least for me in terms of speaking on things that I wouldn't normally speak on, being uncomfortable in that vulnerability, right? Feeling like those feelings aren't enough and yet practicing better or more progressive coping mechanisms, right? Because what's that saying? Even when you're uh, speak, even when your voice shakes, something along those Hold on, I'm going to check what the quote is. So the quote that I had in mind is, Speak your mind even if your voice shakes. Um, by Maggie Kahn, uh, as per a quick Google search. And so for folks that are vulnerable or have difficulty being vulnerable, um, it, definitely, it definitely carves out who is able to hold space for you and to what capacity that looks like. And for those that are unable to hold space for you, whether or not they have the tools to advocate for themselves. Um, 
so the how do I want to say this that was just the whole premise of this podcast and I like I mentioned before I was very emotional because people have been listening some folks have even been paying a paid subscription which pulls all my heartstrings and now the podcast has a has some funds <laughs> um between the ads and engagement um the subscriptions um i normally just hop on to the podcast just to record episodes and it wasn't until this morning that i was curious as to uh if there were any funds and there is a good amount and i want to give that back like for folks that are listening pulling something from these episodes um i want to give back so on my instagram uh on enough and thriving i have a story posted um in terms of what type of mental wellness tools and resources are you guys looking for or what would help you um navigate your mental wellness what kind of tools do you do you think would be beneficial to help you with your with your mental weightlifting with your mental interior design right cuz those are the tags that i g <laughs> asks me to tag my uh real in cuz real is a is a is a is a i guess audience grabbing tool on ig which can be good or bad whatever i digress but yeah even if it's not on ig i'm going to post the question here on the podcast um for folks to share their needs like what is it do you think would be beneficial to you um uh that is realistic <laughs> please know this 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 podcast isn't uh generating crazy money at least not yet right but i definitely want to be able to help as much as i can um or at least provide tools cuz i'm not a professional in this but you can be on enough and still thrive right um so with that in mind question is posted my ig on enough and thriving you can message me there and if you want to shoot me an email on enough and thriving at gmail.com um i'll put that in the uh episode description um but yeah uh aside from that i also wanted to speak on this motherfucking healing journey um i i can't stress this enough but healing isn't linear it's circular and so sometimes we will repeat lessons until they're learned and then feelings around those lessons can be reengaged reexperienced so today there was i don't know if it was necessarily a lesson but i think uh a pain that is rearing its head So, I think I had mentioned in a previous episode about mother, my mother wound and father wound. And if you're not sure what what I'm referring to, it's essentially the needs that weren't met by either parental 
figure in your life that now is kind of like a, a pain point. Um, whether or not you experienced it or the lack of said experience, that can also be a pain point. So coming from the type of traumatic rearing that I had um, and in seeing my friends build their families, I'm getting emotional thinking about it. Um, release. And the way that I see a lot of my close friends building their families, a lot of my friends having babies, um, such a beautiful thing. Um, and to the newly moms, congratulations to the moms that have already been. Thank you for putting in the work. Um, but it's definitely, at least today, I think uh, a thought that came across or maybe like an uncovered feeling is that when I think of kids and family and having kids and having family, um, I am definitely extremely grateful that many of my friends have had kids before me. (laughs) Um, More so because release more so because I get to see what (sighs) what a positive healthy maternal figure looks like not to say that my experiences are um, aren't of worth uh, because I definitely am a type of person to find value in whatever experience I have the negative lessons definitely reinforce what I don't want and uh, I definitely had a lot of that but to see these positive lessons and specifically the women that are showing up for their kids, it's such a beautiful thing. And it's definitely something that I can aspire to be to my kids should I have any. Um, release. Deep breaths. So to the friends in my life, to the moms in my life, I'm so grateful for you. Um, deep breath. And as a matter of fact, I'm going to shout some out <laughs> to my very best friend, OG since like kindergarten, Liliana. Um, she's such a strong pillar in her family. And it's such a beautiful thing to see her raising my goddaughter. (laughs) Because it definitely takes a village. To Emily, um, the ways that you battle and showcase what it means to be a strong woman. um, To Mary, to Jess, 
um, to grace newly <laughs> newly made moms um, to Mel uh, you guys are showing up for your little ones caring for your little ones during a pandemic having gone through the things that you've gone through and bringing this little one to to the world <laughs> these little armies that are being built the values that you're instilling in them um, I am so grateful for the moments that you share with me, the photos that you share with me, um, the first birthdays, first Christmases. It is such a beautiful thing to see collectively um, how you yourselves are breaking your own generational curses um, and showing up for your little ones. Thank you for kind of, in essence, reparenting me. <laughs> in the ways that you show up for your little ones. It's such a beautiful thing. Um, and I look forward to uh, seeing them grow, seeing you grow, seeing how <laughs> you've grown from college to now, how those values have changed or how those values remained. Um, I'm extremely grateful to have all of you in my life. Um, to any and all the moms uh, that I've come across. Uh, thank you for sharing uh, your families with me. It's, uh, it's, 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 it's a different type of healing um, that I very much needed and do need and hope to continue to build and work on um and I just want to add this segment to speak on the women that I've mentioned before um the ways that you shared not only the families you're building but you shared your families you've shared your maternal figures in the ways that your moms have embraced me um, for birthdays, for celebrations, for holidays, in the ways that your moms say that I'm their daughter, in the ways that you incorporate me in your family. Deep breath. I thank you so much. And a specific shout out to Evie, one of my closest um, college friends. Um, uh, we've definitely gotten closer with this pandemic. And the way that you shared your mom, the way that you've shared your family, and the way that you shared your maternal figures, um, both here in Florida, um, uh, speaking to Liz, uh, Speaking to the family internationally over in Peru, a Josie, a Kayla. I'm going to say this the best way that I can because my Spanish isn't very good looking. But to the folks in Peru, gracias por compartir tu familia, tus madres, tus recursos de alguien con un pasado doloroso. Me sanaste de una manera para la que no tengo suficientes palabras. Eh, estaré eternamente agresiva. Uh, de haber experimentado tu amor y generosidad. Mi querida familia en Perú, 
yo mando besos y abrazos. Gracias por su amor. such a beautiful thing and for those um, that are without um, their moms who don't necessarily have good relationships with your moms who have their moms taken from them too soon um, for what is worth and this is just a suggestion because I am not a professional but I think those experiences lead to a different type of healing in the way that you live life. Now, there can be a lot of resentment and pain, and those feelings are valid. You are not responsible for what's happened to you, but you are definitely responsible for your, for your healing. And something that I, that clicked in me or kind of like an epiphany, um, is people tend to show up in the world in ways that can be healing without you knowing. And this is the specific example I'm going to be, or going to give is that I had gone to the bank to take out some cash and it was chilly, it was cold, my nose was like a little bit runny and I was in the bank uh, making a deposit and there was this older woman there alongside me and she was also um, uh, taking out money or filling out a slip, what have you. She saw that I was um, sniffling and effortlessly she gave me uh, um, like a tissue pack she said oh do you need a tissue and I said oh yes I'll take some she said keep it that's for you and I told her I was extremely grateful and um, in the back of my mind uh, I'm thinking that maybe this is a mom that doesn't get to be a mom to her kids or maybe this is a person that wishes she could have uh, taken care of someone in her life um, whether or not that's true or not, uh, I don't know because I don't know this woman's story. But I think the driving force for when humans in general are generous and kind, there is a, a practice that they wish would have, would have been afforded to them. Do unto others as you would want done to yourself, right? So this woman merely showcasing an act of kindness with just tissue, it just made me think that, hey, maybe she has a daughter that she can't do this for. Or, hey, maybe she wished her mom took care of her in this way. Or, hey, maybe she lost someone to a cold or a flu, and it's triggered in her to try and afford that act of kindness when you can. You get what I'm saying? Now, this can be like an over-extrapolation, because again, I don't know this woman from a hole in a wall, and I don't know her story. And I could be tying a value that doesn't exist. But I'd like to think that she acted out of kindness because of her narrative. 
And it could, and it could also be on the other side. Like, mira, esta mucosa. <laughs> Out here in these streets without tissues. Nasty, right? <laughs> it could also be that. Um, but whatever the case may be, um, I would like to weigh on the side of um, my own maternal wound and seeing it through that lens. Um <sighs> release and there was another incident where there was this gentleman i don't know if it was on tiktok i don't know if it was on ig or youtube someone was showcasing or sharing that they had lost their mom at an early age so one way in which he tried to celebrate or kind of uh, honor her memory is whenever he goes out to a diner or what have you if he sees an older woman that kind of sparks in him the memory of his mom, he would cover her meal. And he would tell them, hey, you remind me of my mom. I had lost her. Would it be all right if I cover your meal? And it was just a gesture as a way to provide for her in a way that he can't right now. But if he can do so for someone in her memory, that makes him feel a little bit closer to her. And I thought that was so beautiful. And I wonder if that's something for those that have pained ties to their to their moms and dads or parental figures. If that would be a practice that would be healing, um, kind of curating your own experience that kind of serves as a bomb to that wound. I hope um, I hope I wasn't too frazzled. I hope I wasn't too um, disorganized. But one of the things I like about how I'm doing this podcast is I'm not looking for organization. I'm not looking for things to be perfect. I'm not looking for uh, eloquence. I am looking for real. I am looking to speak even when you're having difficulty putting your words together that you should be heard that your ideas should be shared even when you feel like you're on enough you can still thrive um yeah so if i were to do like a quick recap please you can either leave comments here on the podcast i'm going to post a question um on the types of resources and tools you folks think uh, would be beneficial to your mental wellness um, please if not here you can go to my IG on enough and thriving um, and leave comments or send me a message on the tools that you'd like um, or even shoot me an email on enough and thriving at gmail.com and I'll I'll be looking I'll be on the lookout I'll be researching to try and get you the tools that you think would be most beneficial hopefully you're realistic (laughs) please take this seriously because i definitely want to use the funds that the podcast is generating to give back (sighs) deep breaths beautiful release as always thanks for listening until next time